Hello there. Welcome to the Bros and Consoles podcast <laughs> on the week of, was it? Actually, I said week of. I never do that. What is this? The December 21st, 21st. Oh, man, episode 55 of the big old BNC, Michael. How you doing? Good. I thought you were talking to my cat because you just said it so nonchalantly. <laughs> but I, I, I'm good. I, I want to get this off my chest now. Okay, get it off. Is it your shirt? Tell me it's your shirt. Not my shirt, unfortunately. Not the shirt. Okay. Um, Sorry, ladies. It's not a shirt. <laughs> Like no 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 second screen picture <laughs> no, experience unfortunately. here um one ab but uh <laughs> um the witcher three or not the witcher three the witcher series yeah. has come out on netflix mm-hmm. i'm going to watch it yeah, yeah so i i don't know if these reviews are right i don't i have no recollection or not recollection but i have no input on this yeah yeah but it does bother me because okay there's the critics reviews and then there's the user base or the gotcha. normal people and the normal people's views that I've been seeing have been through the roof. They're like, oh, man, oh, okay. this is fantastic. This is great. I love this. Yeah, yeah. Critic reviews, at least the ones I've seen, are read in depth. Yeah. Like very varied? Not varied. Oh, just poor? Poor. Wow. And the okay. main reason is because, one, this is in Game of Thrones, and it's boring. Oh. Now, wait. So people are upset because it's not Game of this, Thrones. This is in the next Game of Thrones. The, at least th- the three reviews oh, I've I see. are comparing it to that, and they say yeah. it's boring. Now, my issue is mm-hmm. playing Witcher three, yeah, and reading the first book in the series. Yes. So I, I know some. I don't know a whole about, bunch about this. Yeah, uh, you know some so. about the Witcher universe. Yeah. It's nowhere near like Game of Thrones. It is a yeah. very not calm, but very dialogue heavy i wouldn't say boring but very slice of life fantasy because at least the books which they're basing it off of is a lot of Geralt talking to people he has no emotions Mm -hmm. there's not really much going on until like the last big thing that shows up Mm -hmm. it's a lot of just planning and talking there's not a whole bunch going on in the store at least what i've yeah. read i mean i would i would say it's it's probably tough to portray action scenes within a book anyways exactly yeah. and it bothers me that people they're trying to compare to game of thrones yeah and they because that's they're they're two different things in my mind yeah game of thrones is made for action drama suspense all that mm-hmm. witcher while it has some of that but that that's not its main objective i believe yeah it's about like a, a man slash monster hunter slash mutant living his life yes basically yeah. who yeah. has no emotions himself so he doesn't show anything or really say any much okay okay so that irks me and okay. now if i do watch it, it i could find it boring myself yeah i mean i i'll i'll go and say that i watched the first like five minutes Ooh. of oh. the first episode okay um, because one of my uh, co-workers was watching on her phone. Uh-huh. So I was just kind of standing there watching it with her. <laughs> and what, from what I was watching and what she was watching, like we were both like, yeah, it looks pretty good. I, like, I'm going to watch the rest of it. Okay, so. that makes me feel better. Yeah. Okay. So that's I, why I'm just like, I don't, I don't know why. I had to get that yeah. off my chest. It okay, bothered okay. me seeing that. Now that the... What was that the the chest huggers off? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the, the video game podcast, the Bros and Consoles, uh, coming to you each and every week. Sometimes not every week, but most of the time every week. <laughs> Great, yeah. Ninety percent of the time we're here every week. Ten percent of the time though, it's not different story. <laughs> oh man. Oh, okay. I I know I said Michael earlier, but as as you guys may know, if you've li- been listening, if not though, um, this is Michael Ponerero, Sonic's number one fan. Yeah. I am Nathan Choquette, the Trophy Titan and yeah this is our podcast about video games and all the new releases you need to know about spoilers ahead not many new releases mm, this next week not really <laughs> well kind of Switch, depending on where you look yeah. not really great games yeah but i mean like like you know it's it's what the the thick of the holiday season mm. we're not we're not getting a whole bunch of new stuff no. gotta wait till 2020 now you know that's where the moolah comes that's yeah that's well that's where the moolah goes <laughs> that's <know>? true <laughs> like it's all going away once 2020 hits got lots of new stuff coming out mm-hmm. got new consoles coming out at the end of the year oh, in 2020 just, need just to, get ready michael we need to complete all our games we have on all our systems oh man <laughs> oh no that's never gonna happen <laughs> i did some i did some research we're going we're going on a deep dive here tangent wise um i did some research uh-huh. of of my own un, 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 unprompted 
right? It's nobody, nobody's asking me to do this, but this is what I enjoy doing randomly. Right. Um, so I, I went and looked up all the different games um, that I've been like playing and stuff, right? And then thought, I was like, okay, I want to see how many games that I've, I've beaten mm. like throughout my life, oh, you know? Wow. So I wrote a list. Goodness. Yeah. And I think if I remember correctly, I'm, I'm at like 318 Oh, okay. So I'm like, okay, I'm because I, I was looking at that and I'm thinking like, okay, how many games have I played? Probably like rough or like own slash played roughly like in the 1500s. So I'm like, okay, that's like a it's like a solid right. fifth or so. I'm like, that's that's pretty much par for the course for. And when I look at my uh, my trophy profile on PSN profiles, yeah, I'm at like a solid like 30 something percent completion rate. Oh, okay, and I'm like, okay, that's that's pretty like par for for my Are you like, course. Like- like completing games fully or just beating both oh, okay yeah so i mean I, i'm not counting like things that i have i'm counting everything that i have gotten all the trophies for okay or beaten the game for oh, okay either, for some reason I, I've, I've i thought it'd be more but that could be just me knowing that you have a lot of games and just yeah assuming the that. i mean the the things would have been in my favor if i hadn't gotten a whole bunch of stuff on like the ps4 <laughs> slash ps3 <laughs> then, then, then I'd, be doing, I'd be doing better you know <laughs> but yeah so i've been i've been keeping now i'm gonna keep track of things that i beat so i can slowly work through everything nice and <laughs> yeah man it's getting tough it's tough um i've been collecting some of the old stuff that i played in the past like mm-hmm. on uh the 360 mm-hmm. and stuff and i'm gonna finish those up nice as well eventually eventually <laughs> keyword <laughs> yeah but but my plan is to only get like a, uh, a select few things in the coming year most of those will probably be bigger releases because yeah. there's a bunch of big stuff coming out there's a bunch of big stuff coming out um, especially in the first like four or five months of the year yep, yep yep um but then i just have like the rest of the console generation to play through like old stuff that's you know? true i will give you mad props if you're able to do that like oh, only man. buy like a few of like the major games and then go through your backlog and stuff i would be very impressed yeah the so what i was thinking about this morning now we're even deeper dive <laughs> on the already like abyss that we're in here uh, what i was thinking about this morning is that because we have a new generation coming up right um we got the stuff we'll, we'll be talking about a little bit in, in a i don't know hot minute here yeah and a hot second um <laughs> but yeah so for the next xbox xbox series x that's gonna be coming up as well as ps5 we don't we don't know what the thing looks like and stuff but we know it's gonna be ps5 it's mm-hmm. not gonna be called anything else no um but in terms of like those things because we're going into next generation in like what like a, about a year a little less than a year now yeah because i assume we'll probably be looking at some time in november probably um but since we're going there, if Xbox is doing everything right and Sony's still messing up, I may be jumping back over to Xbox platform. Oh, where you started. Yeah. Which means, well, I say technically I started like Nintendo. Oh, yeah. N64 yeah. and stuff. But which that means, though, that if that's the case and I'm going to be going over to Xbox, it would be in my best interest to not be buying a whole bunch of things on the ps4 that's true right? because i already have a bunch of things there but if i'm holding off on getting a ps5 because you know various reasons whatever whatever happens happens um but if i end up holding off then i will need to have a library over on xbox which i have already somewhat because of game pass mm-hmm. right but there's not much of a point to continue to build the playstation library so i can just go and complete things you know that's true We'll and then eventually when things start coming out more so into that next generation, then I can start building up on whichever system that I'm playing the most. Mm. Yeah, so I'm doing some deep thinking here, Michael. Good job. We'll see, we'll see what happens with <laughs> we'll Sony. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens in the next year. But that's, that's real far away, Michael. That is uh, Something that's not too far away that we're going to talk about right now <laughs> is segment one. What are you playing? Oh. Three games. Ooh. Um, the first one, I'll just get out of the way. Some more Hollow Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, beat some more Dream um, bosses. Yeah. Now there's the, I want to say there's the set of Dream. Uh, I'm just gonna say Dream bosses. Yeah, yeah. That get sent out and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
and you have to find the corpses and you attack them and beat them. But yeah. then there's after you can go to I don't know if it's all the bosses, mm-hmm. but I think most of the bosses you beat them once and then you can go into their dream. Um, oh mode yes, okay. where they're harder yeah. to fight. And oh, they're harder to fight. Yes, there there okay. are like a harder version of them. Okay, okay. Um, might be thinking of something else then. Go ahead. Um, I beat. I, I did all the main dream people, mm-hmm. um, and then I'm I went back and did um, one of I think it was the the hammer, yeah, the yeah. false the fall the false, false knight. knight the false yeah. knight, and then there was another one called the um, uh, crap it's, it's, yeah. it's lost to me because it's basically him again right it's him again yeah, yeah. and it's just him in in the dream world state yeah yeah and then you can do that with the other ones and I'm right. trying to do another one because I need to get more dream essence. Uh, to power up your dream nail yeah yeah. and to get i'm at 17 i think 1794 and i need 1800 oh so to get into the white palace Uh, or to get to the the like the end game kind of area kind of the end i can go to the end game now but to get into the uh the the king the, the pale king god Oh, okay. The Pale King, and to gotcha, get into gotcha. his palace and do that whole section, because mm-hmm. I want to do that because there's other stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm stuck on. I could just go to there's a um, a dream or a graveyard. I forgot what it's yeah. called near the dream essence person that gives you the nail, mm-hmm. and I could go there and kill four people or take their spirits. Oh my people, gosh! But I don't want to do that. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to beat another boss oh, okay. in his hard mode and get essence or get lucky because there's sometimes if you hit an enemy, mm-hmm. you'll get a random dream dream message like one. Oh, nice but that's it, i think you have to have certain um badges to get a more of a chance uh, okay yeah yeah but i don't have any of those badges yet so gotcha so i'll play more of that and i'm i'm trying to squeeze as much as i can out of this game yeah which i, I say, like i can say yeah i feel like you'll be sad once you oh, like, I, I, will, I will be very sad yeah <laughs> um played a little bit of that but then i i went to the switch and mm-hmm. i wanted wait are you not playing it on the switch oh sorry yeah Oh, okay, okay. I went to the Switch again. Sorry, I was just confused. No, 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 that, that was my bad. Um, and there's a game that I wanted to get for the past couple months called River City Girls. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the I Brawler. Was like, yeah, The Brawler, because I haven't played a Brawler in a while. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I really want to play this. I really do. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to buy it. Yeah, yeah. Bought it, and man, is it super fun. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot like um, uh, there was a TMNT game. It was it Turtles in Time? Or something along those lines that we had for the Genesis mm-hmm. that this reminds me a lot of. Okay, okay. And it's it's in the River City uh, universe that I've never yeah. dived into, so I don't. There's like um, um, staple characters, and you play as girls that have been in the series before, but they're mm-hmm. not like main people. Yeah, really yeah. confusing. But the the artwork's great. They go to like manga cutscenes and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. The voice acting is great. The animation's great the gameplay is really good the the customization for your um the power-ups you can get and moves is like endless oh super nice, cool um they have um uh, cameos from a uh, youtubers like jacksepticeye oh really the game grumps there's a bunch <laughs> of other people cool. in it too really really cool game and are we going to make like our game of the year list um maybe? yeah i think we probably will i'm trying to decide when we do it yeah, but yeah, but yeah okay. we, we will, we will, for, for, I, the, for 2019, right? Yeah, as yeah, of yeah. right now, I think oh, this might be my game of the year right now. Wow, it's, okay. I didn't put it down. I bought it, gotcha, beat it yeah. like a day and a half. Jeez, wow. There's still a How lot long more. is the game? I would say seven plus hours, seven oh, to ten. Okay, okay, yeah, so yeah. if you just go run through it, you can beat it pretty fast, but there's yeah. like side missions and yeah. other stuff you can do okay. and replayability. Yeah, yeah. But that's super fun, mm. and I beat that, and I was like, oh, I could jump back into Hollow Knight or play another game. But then I really, really, really wanted to play Borderlands 3. I, was, I saw the box <laughs> over there, and I was like, oh, Michael did it. So I went to the store. It was $34.99. I'm like, okay, that's not too bad oh, yeah, at Best yeah. Buy. Mm-hmm. So I bought it, put it in, and I didn't think I'd be super excited. I'm like, oh, Borderlands, yeah, my hype's died a little bit. I'm yeah. like, still excited. But once that opening and they did their mm. they showed all the characters and the song yeah i was like man i am ready for more borderlands because <laughs> they got the same band that was in number two the heavy to do the theme oh, song okay. again yeah yeah um they saw the same humor which is yeah of course yeah. they had they, they were showing all the characters and i don't remember any of the names they're like oh i'll just say 
Yeah, it was like what? Flack. Flack is the Beastmaster. Amara. Who's Amara the siren. the siren. And they're going like, oh, Amara is a siren. And they slow motion and they say their name. Mm-hmm. And then they have the, the uh, not the teleport guy, kind of a teleport guy, but the guy who can make a double of himself. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the agent or something. Yeah, I'll say Jack. Is. And it says Jack as himself. Oh. Like, oh, see, small <laughs> things like that. This is great. Yeah. Um, the game looks a lot more crisper than old Borderlands games. Oh, okay. It's, um, yeah, it's good. Better graphics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Gameplay feels more fluid and stuff, mm-hmm. but it is basically more Borderlands. Okay, okay. And when you play like two hours, two, three hours into it, yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to be a game that's going to take a while to play or beat mm. probably. Yeah. It looks like there's so much to do. Okay. Um, But yeah, I'll keep you updated on how much more I like that. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. What about you though? Um, So I also played three. Uh, but it's stuff that I've I've been playing. So I don't um, think we've ever had the same amount of games. I know, before. right? <laughs> it's been a while if it has happened. Um, but yeah, it's stuff that I've I've been playing. So I played a little bit more of the um, what's it called Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD. Mm. So I played a little bit more of that. Um, play, and this time I got to use my the Pro Controller that came in. I was like, yes, oh, this yeah. feels this feels better. <laughs> this is right. <laughs> um, played a little bit more of Golden Sun because I can take it with me on the go. There you go. Um, and then played some more Pokemon Shield. Oh, more badges? Nope, no more oh. badges. <laughs> <laughs> I think I caught, because I only played a little bit more of that towards the end of the week. And uh-huh. so I think I caught another, yeah, I want to say like three or four Pokemon. Oh, okay. Something like that. First time, though, that it's happened to me, because I was just, so I've I've done some of the, the max raid battles. They're just kind of lying around the wild area. Right. And or the yeah, is that what's called wild area, yeah, wild, wild zone. Area. I forget well, what's called. Yeah, that's um, but yeah, so I I did some of the max raid battles and going through those, and I was like, oh, like once I realized that they're easy, I'm like, okay, I can just go and do this, and it's fine. Yeah, because you just dynamax your your party member, and then it's not too bad. Yeah. Um, but what's it called? Going and and playing, what's it called the the max like raid battles and whatnot. I had just assumed that every time I beat them, I'd be able to catch oh, yeah, whatever happened. And I think this is the first time that it's happened where I, I just like, because I've just been throwing out Pokeballs, just regular ones. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's easy. It's fine. <laughs> this is what these are here for. Exactly. I'm just like, it's it's because it's like, I just I just beat them, right, in like their boss mode and whatnot. And then they sh- they, they don't shrink down. They're just kind of standing there and you got to throw your, your thing at them. And yeah. I, I really like that part just because like you... Instead of just throwing your Pokeball out there, you Dynamax your yes. ball and then you throw it at them, which I think is just really, cool. really cool and fun. And then when it catches them, it stays in that large state and like smashes down to the ground like a meteor just uh-huh. hit it. And then just like rolls around. It's this big like earth, like rolling kind of noise. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, I've been doing that. I think I've done that maybe like four or five times and it's, I've just been using regular Pokeballs and it's been like whatever. I just, I've caught every single one. Mm-hmm. So I just assumed that I was like, oh. Maybe if you do these battles, you just get to catch whatever is there. Right. And right when I was having this thought, I was like, oh, well, if that's the case, let's just keep throwing out regular Pokeballs. And I think some kind of special looking uh, Butterfree was like one that I'd, I went into battle against. Okay. It's like its wings were all like sparkly and stuff, Ooh. which I was like, oh, that's cool. So I threw it out. Um, it came down and did the thing, like it did the earth like grinding movement, like roll and whatnot. And then I think it did that like two or, yeah, I think like a couple times. And then all of a sudden it burst open. And I was like, I've never seen this happen before. <laughs> and then it runs away. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and, then, and then it said it just, it ran away deeper into the hole that it came out of. And yeah. I was like, oh, it sucks. But now I know, you know, learning exactly. new things every there day. There you go. <laughs> um, I think, what, what else have I been doing there? So I caught, I caught some more Pokemon there. I finally caught a, a Hauntar. Oh yeah, because I or Haunter, because I've just been I've been seeing them before, but now I can catch things that are higher level. So I'm like, right. good, I can I can go and do this. This is good. I feel like you're gonna catch all the Pokemon in the game before you get all the badges. I think that I think that's <laughs> possible. It's highly possible. Um, but I, I'm still enjoying just like finding these new random things because I went into a, a like a, a different max raid battle right before the the Butterfree one, mm-hmm. and it was this weird bird thing that's like in a like a bone shell. And I was like, what the heck are you? I've never oh, seen this before. Um, I forget what its name is. It's like a vol or something. I actually think, something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm too lazy to check. But um, yeah, it's like some bird that lives inside of a like a shell made of bones, basically. Oh, that's dark. It like, it like wears it as a diaper. And like on the Pokedex, it's called the diaper Pokemon, which I'm like, that's just a weird... 
you're getting lazy here. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's a I think it's a flying and dark type Pokemon. Okay. I'm like I'm like okay, this sounds this sounds cool. Um, but I caught that and I was just like okay, I, I still enjoy finding these new Pokemon. I have no idea like what they are. Oh yeah. It's what they're a from. Nice treat. Mm-hmm. And then I found some lady in the wild area who is a uh, she's a breeder. I forget what her name was. Oh yeah. And she carries around all three of the starter Pokemon. Yep. And I was like, that's super cool because I was she she threw out her first one. It was this bunny thing. And I was like, I was like, oh, this is a cool looking like ninja bunny or whatever. And then it's using these fire moves. And I'm like, that's suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'll 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 play along with it. So I went and finished that one. She was getting ready to throw out the next one. It's like she's gonna throw out a Thwacky, and I'm like, that's. The one that I have. Yeah. I'm like, now I know what's going on here. And I saw that she had a total of three. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. So you get to see all the three evolved forms without having to like play through again yep. kind of thing. I think I think you find her. I don't, I'm don't. i pretty sure I found her the third time. Yeah. I've only found her once. You find her once. Yeah. Um, she has the base level ones. And then you find her again. She has the second level. Oh, and then the okay, third okay. time, she's somewhere else. I think she has the third evolved form. Gotcha. Okay, so I must have skipped the area that mm. she had, like, the, the base level dudes. Right. Because I found her, and it was all, like, second level, mm-hmm. or second evolution Pokemon, It, could, it might also be what level your Pokemon are, too, or your, your starter. That would make sense, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I think, I mean, like, I the ones that I had with me were all, like, either, like, mid or high 20s, mm-hmm. and so I think they were all, like, level 30 or something. Okay. So, I assumed that it was... I don't know if it was like scaled for me specifically, but it it did seem like at the time like okay, like this is gonna be like mostly an even kind of thing, except for the ones that I'm throwing out mm-hmm. that are like 25 and stuff. But yeah, I was like, oh, this is cool though. I like being able to see all the different things because yeah. I've already seen um, Grookey's evolved form and I've seen um, Sobble's one. I hadn't yes. seen the Bunny's one, Score Bunny. So I was like, okay, well, this is now I know what it looks like, and I'm like, now I kind of want one. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. it is a little red cool. Red ninja thing. Just trade it, man. Ah okay. oh, man, I did. I did some trades. I did. Oh, okay. I did quite a few trades, and got some. Like I, I'd say out of like the because I've only been doing the mystery trade yeah, things. Yeah, I tried one of the linked trades, and like I was trying to just like trade a thing, and I was like, I was like, oh, okay, it's like an evolved something. I forget what it was. I think it was a um, knocked owl. Mm. It's like the evolved form of the hoot hoot oh, okay yeah right from gold and silver um so this is just like nonsense to people who don't know anything about Pokemon, <laughs> no, <they don't>. probably. <laughs> but um so i i was trading that one because i'm like okay it's like a decent level it's it's an evolved form like maybe people want this kind of stuff because i don't know what people want yeah um and then some dude was trading me something i've never seen before and i'm like oh cool and i'm like okay accept the trade it. and he's like it's like he declined the trade i'm yeah. like okay and so it then it asks like what do you want to do and i was like well I'll just try and trade him again. <laughs> to see maybe if, if I try more. Maybe if I trade it again, it'll be fine. Because I was like, maybe he just pressed the wrong button or something. Yeah. You know? A's and B's, they're confusing. They are. Especially on Nintendo. That's right? true. But but then, I, so I did it again. And it's like other players cancel the trade. I'm like, oh, okay. He just, he just didn't want it. Yeah. I see. I'm like, I wanted whatever you had, but I don't know what it was. Yeah. So it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've just been doing a bunch, bunch of like surprise trades. And what I was doing is like, since I've been training up some of my my pokemon and stuff just in the tall grass areas um i was doing a bunch of training just using using like uh, an electric pokemon against the um that those like knocked owls Uh, and stuff because it can gain faster levels that way um so i was doing that and then just randomly if i would to like I don't know, if I saw that their their health went down to, like, the sliver or something instead mm. of completely, like, knocked out, right. then I would go and catch them, and then I'd put them in a surprise trade, so I'd get something oh, from it. Oh, okay. That's smart. Yeah, so I'm like, okay. I could either just, like, be training regular, or I can catch these things and then trade and get more new Pokemon. Right. And so it worked for, like, I think, like, six or seven, like, trades and stuff. Oh, nice. So I'm like, okay. It's, it's doing pretty good so far. And then Shoot. the one time when I did get something that I'd gotten before or was just, like, I don't know. I notice a lot of people when they trade, I've been seeing it's um, when they go to the, the nursery area and they leave Pokemon there. They yeah, get an egg. It's right? level yeah one. Yeah, yeah. So they'll trade out like the, the egg Pokemon, I guess, that they don't want, I would assume. Which I'm like, okay, that's fine. I mean, I'm trading you these these wild things that I don't want. Exactly. So it's a it's a fair trade for trade. You know? Yeah. 
<laughs> wow <laughs> bringing it all back um but yeah so i'm like okay i'm trading you these things that i don't want you're giving me things you don't want it's all it's all fair yeah but then i'd get these things that i'd already gotten and i'm like okay well i'm gonna trade this back to someone else randomly of course yeah and i think i did that for that one specific like last trade that i was doing i think i traded the one that i got like two or three times so it cycled through a bunch of people and then i finally got something new and i'm like okay, okay cool now, now i'm good yeah I, I noticed when i would do it i would get a lot of like ones that i already had from the wild yeah there'd yeah. be like every like 10 i would do i would get like a charmander or oh like that's kind of cool yeah, yeah but they're all level ones yeah so yeah. you'd have to like raise it up I'm like oh i'll take it and yeah. it, i think i got one um either it was a pikachu oh yeah or what is that uh, rhino one uh, you know what it looks like i can't larvitar Lar- 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 yeah, yeah, yeah the base form okay and yeah. you only get that shield Oh, so okay. I got in tournament. Oh, this oh, is cool. really cool. Yeah. But the name of it is some like German name. Oh, like, oh. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. I think the the Larvitar that I got because I got one through a surprise trade. Also, um, I think he it was from a someone playing in in Japan. Oh yeah. So it had like the Japanese characters, and I'm like, like oh, this is cool. fun. I yeah. like this. <laughs> but yeah, I think a lot of people that did did the trades though like hardly anybody was like naming these things yeah except for like the dude in japan mm-hmm. and i'm like okay yeah that's really cool i appreciate that yeah yeah that's why i'm just like okay this is fine with me i'll, <laughs> I'll take them and even if they got nicknames i'm like okay that's cool because yeah. i'm i even the ones that i'm catching that i'm not going to keep i'm nicknaming them and oh. i'm sending them out <laughs> so i'm like you're getting like you're getting something hootsie daisy or something for this for this knockdown <laughs> that's amazing yeah. i like that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I'm, I'm having fun doing that but I am just like slowly playing this whenever I feel like it now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I, I would say because there's so many things that I like play nowadays that I'm just kind of like, oh yeah, Pokemon's there. I can go back to mm-hmm. it, but I'm not like in a rush to finish it or anything. Or should you be? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm just like, I, I think that's the thing too, is I forgot what the next, I don't, I don't know if they said what the next gym is for the, the fourth one. It's in, I don't know, Tinseltown, whatever it's called. It's like that's. So after the fire, it's like you looped around, right? Yes. You went to you went to grass area, then you go to water area. Fire's in the then, main. Yeah, it's like in that main area that you looped okay. back to. I think you're and going. And then you left. have to go. You have to go up in the wild area towards like the north on okay. the map at least, and it's this steel looking city. But I don't know what what gym badge is over there. I mean, it looks like there's a lot of metal. That's what I was assuming. I haven't been to the city yet. Just on the map, I'm like, okay, you look like you got a lot of metal stuff. It could be. It could. I, can't, I don't know. I can't think. Yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll just have to find out eventually. Yeah. but I think because I have I don't remember what gym it is. I'm like, well, I don't know which Pokemon to train <laughs> as I'm going there, so oh. I'll just slowly Get go everything. and do this. You know, <laughs> but, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, one cool thing though, um, on Pokemon before we just kind of go into the the next area, um, there is a if you just Google um, Pokemon Sword and Shield uh, mystery gift codes. There's a there's a thing going on right now where the the uh, what's called the Twitter for Pokemon, um, their Twitter account has the Ball Man on there oh. as the the logo now. Right. And he they tweeted out uh, like a few codes for like these mystery gift packages, so you get like these special types of Pokeballs. Oh, that's cool. And I'm like, that's awesome. So there's like three different codes that you can just find really easily on Google if you just type it in. And then, um, yeah, you just type them into the the mystery gift thing on the start menu, or the pause menu, and then you can get, get these good. get these mystery oh, boxes. The quick ball. If they do the quick ball, that's the best Pokeball. There. Let's see. What do they have? Because each each gift bag has three different Pokeballs. I don't think quick ball was any of them because oh. it's all like one of each. Right? Yeah, yeah. But you're getting like a pretty good sample of like the different types. So I mean, there's I think there's one in there that they t- they called the fast ball, which. Maybe that is that the, might quick be ball. the quick ball. I don't know, but it's like because I was like, that's weird to have two speed related things. Yeah, but, yeah. But so maybe maybe you do get one quick ball. But, okay. Yeah, but you're you're getting like from the three codes total, you're getting like nine, that's nine different still. types of things. So I'm like, that's pretty fun. That is pretty cool. But you know what else is pretty cool, Michael? That's pretty cool. Uh, the news that we gather every week on the Bropinion Report. <laughs> you just did a different version of the sonic thing you've done before oh my gosh <laughs> i was thinking i was trying to think of the sonic adventure um or not the sonic adventure the sonic adventure 2 one but the sonic adventure came to my head first I'm like, uh, dang it <laughs> you know the if they ever made a 
what's that? Uh, let's see, what's that character's name? Sonic. <laughs> Who's they ever that? made a <laughs> they ever made a game that was the opposite of Sonic? Their their theme song could be that that one oldie song, the Slow Ride. Slow Ride. Slow Ride. ride. The oh God, you're <laughs> <be> so draining. <laughs> oh man. But this week we have a total of two items oh. because it's the week before Christmas and there's not much news going not on. Not really. But yeah, so it's kind of like more like updatey kind of things yep. on stuff that has been talked about. So Too I guess I guess stuff. one one update ish and then one weird new announcement, yeah. which we'll get to in a moment. Um, but the first one, Michael, why don't you go ahead and take it away? Um, first one is from gamesindustry.biz by good old Matthew Handrahan. I love mm-hmm. that last name, man. Yeah, it's a cool name. Um, Microsoft returning to simpler, quote, Xbox branding for the next-gen hardware. Now, I'll read a little bit about this. Short story. Um, Microsoft has suggested that the Xbox Series X will only be the first console in its new generation of hardware, and that generation will simply be branded Xbox. The point was made in response to inquiries from Business Insider, which noticed a quirk in the way the Xbox Series name was presented at the Game Awards. Specifically, the word Xbox was heavily foregrounded, with the new and Series X much smaller above and below it. Um, the, names, the name we're carrying, now this is by um, Microsoft uh, representative, quote, the name we're carrying forward to the next generation is simply Xbox a Microsoft representative told Business Insider. And at the Game Awards, you saw that name come to life through the Xbox Series X. Um, This generation will return to Microsoft's first run at the console market with the common brand among all hardware being simply Xbox. And Microsoft made it clear that it was leaving that the way clear for multiple iterations of hardware in this generation. Quote, similar to what fans have seen with previous generations, the name Xbox Series X allows room for additional consoles in the future, the Microsoft rep uh, added. We're excited to offer fans a glimpse at the next generation of gaming with Xbox Series X, but beyond that, we have nothing further to share. End of article. I think it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of what I've been hoping they would do for a while is just go and be called Xbox, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I mean, that's why, like, the... I know uh, some people have been saying, like, oh, this makes it kind of more confusing. And, like, now I'm getting confused and stuff of, like, what these different things are going to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is it that confusing? Is it that confusing? <laughs> like, is it really? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Because, um, I mean, like, all the Xboxes have been, I mean, except for the very first one, right? First one was Xbox. Then you had Xbox 360. And then Xbox One. Yep. And then you got to the Xbox One X and One S and things like that. That was more confusing i would think than like yes going to xbox series, series x, x right because xbox has always been in the name mm-hmm. so these have always technically been under the brand of xbox right true that's so why i'm just like it's not it's not confusing guys no and i i compare it to uh when god of war the newest one was announced mm. people are like oh man why is it just called god of war why is this this is confusing yeah god of war the original but as time went on i haven't seen anything when people mention god of war you know what they're talking about yeah kind of thing. yeah so, yeah. like, I would actually think that I would say that that's more confusing than yeah, the no, Xbox for sure, thing is. for sure. Because then it's like it's like uh, when Doom was like remade and stuff, right? When it was just Doom, like obviously since I never played, I never played the first like Doom and Doom One or sorry, Doom, Doom Two and Doom Three kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't play those ones. Um, but when Doom Twenty what was it Twenty Sixteen came out, yes. Yeah. Um, and that's like a like a parentheses 2016 yeah. <laughs> that's when it gets confusing when it's like oh we're calling it we're calling it doom again but then like when people write about it they have to put doom and then parentheses yeah. 2016 so people understand and stuff because then that's yeah that that gets somewhat confusing i guess but if you're talking about newer things then you understand what yeah you're and, about so, and, and like i feel like like when we talk we either say like the new doom or the mm-hmm. new god of war or something like that yeah which yeah. makes it easier yeah yeah and that's why i'm just like yeah it's it's gonna be fine yes yeah. don't worry it's gonna be just fine I, I i definitely like them just using the brand just xbox yeah and i think that's a that's a smart way to get ahead of the whole like you know obviously we're gonna get multiple consoles within the generation and stuff because we've been starting doing that what's called the during like this this i was gonna say previous this generation that we're in currently right the current gen there we go and we even got it for the playstation 3 with the ps3 slim 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the the top loading PS3 and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, we've been getting some of these different things. I think now, so it's more of like the like the power upgrades and stuff like the xbox one s was just like a smaller system whereas like the ps3 slim was also like a little bit smaller and had like a top loading tray Mm -hmm. um but then you had the the x which was more powerful than a regular xbox one right and so now we're kind of getting used to the idea of like oh there's going to be multiple um console SKUs placed out over time as new things are like created and stuff mm-hmm. which i'm like oh yeah that's it's what we do with phones yeah, why not do it exactly. with consoles you know? exactly it's exciting yeah yeah um that's a little update on the new xbox mm-hmm. brand name and stuff um but the next one it's another small little story a little weird one in my mind oh yeah super weird um this one also comes from gamesindustry.biz by brendan sinclair mm-hmm. sony launching dualshock 4 rear button attachment a plug-in peripheral will let players map actions to two new buttons on the back of the controller. Now, this article is even shorter, so I'll just read it real quick. PlayStation 5 isn't the only new hardware coming from Sony in 2020. The company today announced that next month we will see the release of the DualShock 4 back button attachment. Mm-hmm. As the name suggests, the back button attachment plugs into the bottom of the PlayStation 4 DualShock controller and adds rear-facing buttons for players who prefer that control style. The attachment includes two buttons that can be individually mapped to 16 different DualShock 4 inputs with integrated, uh, I can never say this word. Is it O-L-E-D? Is that how you say it? Yeah, yeah, OLED. OLED, okay. Screen providing an interface for the buttons assigning process. The plug-in peripheral allows users to save three different profiles to toggle between. And because the attachment covers the controller standard headset jack, it also includes a pass-through stereo headset jack. The button attachment launches in North America on January 23rd for 30 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. The yeah. European launch will follow February 14th with a price point of 30 euros. My question is why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my answer is who knows. Sony's okay. being super weird lately, so I'm just like, I don't, when I don't I, understand. I saw like, a small little trail on it, uh, I think on Twitter or something, someone posted about it. Mm-hmm. I'm still confused by it. Like, yeah. wh- are you going to be using the buttons in the back? Or is so, it like... Yeah, I mean, the so when I've heard people talk about it, it sounds like it would be more useful um, for people within, you know, like um, gaming competitions and stuff, right? Okay. So, because um, they, they were bringing up points as like the... When you need to, like for, for shooters, right? When you need to be able to like mash the trigger really quickly and stuff yeah um being able to put it put like the say like the the shooting option from like the triggers to just a regular button that you can press really quickly uh, okay is a is a game changer for some people that makes sense whether it's because of like they're able to use these ones faster than like the triggers themselves or just the the idea that like people sometimes get like you know like stress injuries from doing these things like over and over again like right. practicing all the time so if that's kind of stuff is happening and they have another option to to change it to, then that works. I mean, there's also the what was it? I think it was the Xbox Elite controller that had an option on there, at least from if I remember correctly from like the the video when they were announcing it and stuff. It was there's like an option on there so that you don't have to fully depress the um, triggers mm. to like fire it. You can like I think like click an option on on the controller itself and it becomes like a like a, it's like you only have to press it a short amount. It becomes like a quick fire kind of trigger instead. Okay. So it's like these little kind of adjustments that, like people in, what's called competitive play. Competitive play would use that people like us probably would never use. How know? would you? My other question is, how would you know what you're changing it to? Would you have to flip the control over and look? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's that's the idea. There is that the the screen that's going to be on there is how you actually change the inputs as to like what these new buttons are going to be like representing on your controller right so yeah so i guess when you are using the screen to like set up the the buttons 
you do that, and then I guess the screen goes to sleep or turns off again after you've got it set. And oh, then, okay. So then, you, then you set it on. pre or beforehand, and so you don't change it unless you want to flip it and then change it. Then. Yeah, I can't imagine that's, someone's okay, like. That's what I, was I can't thinking. imagine someone's like mid-game playing <laughs> like mid competition and they like flip it over, change the thing, and now they've got a new button. That's what set. I was thinking for some reason. I'm like, okay, that makes a lot more sense. Okay, yeah, that'd be pretty funny, but that would be <laughs> that'd be that'd be really ridiculous too. What is she doing? <laughs> oh my gosh, you changed input setting. <laughs> Mid match. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, it, it's it's an, not an odd thing, but it's interesting that. Yeah, I think it's it's odd because we're like what uh, less than a year, a year out away, from the yeah. new consoles, and I'm like, this is a weird That's choice true. to make and do this now. Like I, Microsoft was doing the Pro Controller stuff with extra buttons on the back and things like. Oh wow. What like a couple years ago? Yeah. Two or three years ago at this point, I'm just like, guys, you're so late to the party <laughs> so here. Party. What the heck? But yeah, that's a little, not a little update, but a small little tidbit of Sony's new attachment yeah, to their yeah. controller. <laughs> the the only exciting thing that this could mean is that the like may like I wanna I wanna hope that like maybe they're testing the waters for like PS5 controllers mm, to see if be. people want extra buttons, you that know, like be, the option yeah. for it and stuff, and then maybe the new controllers will just have okay. extra button options. Mm. Whereas these to make to make the PS4 ones and the PS5 ones Almost more same. similar, you know, and I'd be like, okay, that's fine, as long that's... as this screen doesn't kill my battery yeah. on the controller <laughs> more than the controller itself already does. That's true. That's true. That's an interesting thought. Yeah. yeah. But you know what is also an interesting interesting thought. Yeah. I had a stroke midday. <laughs> um, is uh, what new games will be coming out on the PlayStation Store during Christmas? Oh man. If any. So so. That to get to that list and everything, I would normally tell you all about the the wonders of the entire list of upcoming <laughs> games on the PlayStation Network, as listed by <laughs> Justin Massengill, brought to you by the Bose Consoles co-host each and every weekend. There we go. I was like, wow, I got Ooh, stuck for a second. There. <laughs> but I got stuck because there's no list this week. Man. We're probably not going to have, like, honestly, we're probably not going to have a list until next year. Yeah. I think at this I think, if I remember correctly, this time last year, they also went on break. Mm-hmm. So probably we'll be seeing our first like list of new releases from them I over in, know. let's see, because they come out every Friday generally. Maybe like January 10th might be the first time we get one. That would make sense, yeah. Because January 3rd is still pretty close to like New Year's. My birthday. Yeah. Come on, come on, PlayStation blog. Give, <laughs> give Michael a PSN <laughs> drop for I his want birthday. For my birthday. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so if we're if that's going to be the case, we'll be waiting about like three weeks probably for another drop. Makes sense. But it means that we'll have to do some legwork and figure out what did come out Oof. the following week, and that'll that'll be lots yeah. of fun. The whole episode will just be that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's gonna that's gonna be tough. You know, we should probably, this might be a good time to talk about the, the next episode and stuff. Um, because I was I was thinking in my head, and I'm like, okay, next weekend's going to be rough for trying to record things. And we're yes. doing this live in that's front of you true, guys. That's true, that's so, true. So bear with us. Um, but next weekend, I know you got work. Um, what's called? My in-laws are here as well. Mm-hmm. And then I think we're all also going to be going out on Sunday to the mountain, right? The mountain. That's the mountain. We're going to the mountain. <laughs> I'm gonna go like skiing slash snowboarding if everyone if anyone's doing snowboarding. Right. Um, but if that's the case, then I was like I was thinking, I was like, oh man, I know we we haven't we haven't missed a week for a long time, but it may be prudent. Prudent to <laughs> what a word. <laughs> what a word. Just a walking dictionary over here. <laughs> um maybe prudent to go on a, a week hiatus and then resume in january that would make that's probably a good idea yeah give everyone like a nice little break yeah get a, get a little holiday break you mm-hmm. know rather than feeling like you, you're like oh man there's a new episode out i gotta go listen to it <laughs> right just be like oh yeah guys yeah. are taking a week it's, it's family week. time i should go spend time with family there you, you know go. Yeah. So yeah. So you guys heard it here first, live on the show. Well, live on the show. <laughs> it's not gonna be live when you listen to it, but you know. That's true. It's it's live whenever you listen to it, you know. Uh, but yeah, okay. So next week, no episode, but we'll have we'll be back in the new year. Mm-hmm. And most likely, because there probably won't be a lot of news, come back with what's it called? Um that that ghost list that we oh, yeah. were originally gonna do on the episode that was like three something hours. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. So the <laughs> 
Yeah, so that episode when we come back, we'll probably do the list for, what was it, uh, top 10 games of the last 10 years? Yeah. Yeah, and that'll be from 2009 to 2019. Mm, oh. Yeah. Game changer. Oh, crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so that gives everyone a little, bit of, a little bit of heads up on what's going on next week. So that way you don't have to find it on Twitter. Yeah. That, <laughs> that makes it a little bit harder. A little bit. But yeah. So nothing for the PSN job this week. But you know what isn't stopping its output of games, Michael? Oh. And lets us know about it still. The Nintendo Switch. And this is our weekly Nintendo Switch picks. Oh, man. I have three games. Uh-huh. Um, first one coming out on the 23rd oh. of December. Now, I'm, I'm, I picked this game mostly because um, the description... And how it looked. <laughs> okay. Now, does, does that mean that it's a game that you would play, or it's just kind of like, oh, this is funny kind of thing? I think um, it's a little bit of both. Okay. Because okay. it, it's, it's nothing like I've seen before. Um, coming out on the 23rd, at a mm-hmm. price point of originally $14.99, but now $13.49 for pre-purchase, Prentice Maker Go Go Princess. Oh, that one. Yeah, okay. Now, I'll read the great description of this. Oh, jeez. All Princess... Okay, oof. All princesses, makers, daughters gathered in one place, fighting in life simulation game by using the dice. What? <laughs> Elements of Princess Maker series remain intact. The ability status is up through various events, training, and part-time jobs in the field. Rival, study, part-time job, and love. The tumultuous, yeah, tumultuous eight years will begin on the board. Only dice knows the destiny. Uzu and Cube, the navigator, to help your daughter. <laughs> Throw what? a dice and go on an adventure with the friend who will decide your daughter's fate. Jeez. The desperate competition to take the step closer to the prince. There are more than a hundred various events waiting on the road. There will also be a confrontation that can't be backed down for a happy future. Support to play up to four players, Princess Maker Go Go Princess, who will become the princess. Oh my gosh. Now, oh, who will become a princess? Not even the princess. It's a princess. Oh, a princess, yeah. Jeez. Um, so this is like it looks like a board game dice like slice of life kind of game. Yeah. It hmm. it looks really interesting. The art reminds me of like old anime. Yeah, yeah. Which I really like. But I don't know how well the game will be comp- with this description, so I don't I feel like the the dialogue in the game will not be great. Probably, yeah, something's happening. Something here. is odd, but it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't look terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say, it, like looking at just the screenshots, I'm like, well, this is this looks a little rough in places. Yeah. But also, it's got like a certain I don't know old old charm. Mm-hmm. I guess. And like you would you have like a like a kind of like turn based attack in certain places, and mm-hmm. you do other things. So interesting. Who doesn't want to be a princess? You know. Yeah. Certainly not me. <laughs> but uh, my next game, mm-hmm. coming out on the 25th at a price point of eleven ninety nine. Tamashi. Tamashi? Oh, uh, Tamashi. Tamashi, yeah. okay. Enter the Twisted Temple. Wait a second. Didn't this game already come out? It looked familiar. I, I think it was in the PSN drop. This was also on the Switch store at one point, I thought. Was it? Hmm. Hmm. I remember seeing it on the PSN. Oh, maybe because I looked ahead weeks. That might be why. Could be. Okay, continue. Sorry. Um, Enter the Twisted Temple. Inspired by obscure Japanese games from the 90s and late 80s, Tamashi is a unique puzzle platformer set in the distorted world of striking horror and unsettling imagery. An eldritch entity lurks inside the temple, a disturbing domain of death and danger. A mysterious stranger is summoned to the Twisted Hell to discover the source of evil that emates... Em- er, emanates emanates thank you god from within can you survive the devilish traps tricky puzzles and monstrous beings looming in tamashi's dark corridors okay uh, tamashi means soul oh which is i guess cool. fitting for this that makes sense. it looks uh, looks kind of creepy it does look kind of creepy like a horror kind of like platformer yeah, yeah. kind of game which okay, i okay. tend to like platformers now for some reason even though i'm garbage <laughs> at them <laughs> now it's been a long time it's, <laughs> true but yeah, that it it's coming at eleven ninety nine, so not too bad. It mm-hmm. looks like a good game to check out. Yeah, in yeah. the game. Um, my last one coming out on the twenty sixth, originally seven ninety nine, but now for three ninety nine. 
Akuto Showdown. Oh, yeah, Akuto Showdown. Thank I was you. looking at that one, too. Okay. wonder if that song you were playing was the song. No, it was okay, a different one. Okay. Well, I'll tell you about that one after. <laughs> I wonder if it's the hell one. <laughs> Challenge your friends <laughs> to intense swords and gun duels on diorama arenas. I say I uh, Akuto. Akuto, thank you. Yeah. Showdown is an isometric, fast-paced action game where players fight with different weapons in intense battles. The game is set on various stages where players have to not only watch out for their opponents, but also for the environment from killing them. Cars on the streets, trains, and gunslingers, all waiting for your careless step. The arenas are set in many different themes, like Wild Wild West. I said Wild Wild West. Yeah. Wild West <laughs> or Medieval Japan. They're in that, that, that Will, Will Smith, Smith movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks like it looks like a cool hmm. uh, uh party game yeah yeah i think i might pick this up because yeah. party games are fun like this but yeah okay. those are my three games i have nice nice yeah because i was actually looking at that one too and i was like oh yeah part cool cool party yeah game. it looks pretty fun um so the other one i was gonna add there then it's always it's always a fun game of seeing which ones are gonna be picked and then which ones i need to add afterwards um but the only other one i had on here is called Down to Hell, yep. coming from <laughs> Ultimate Games that on was the, song. the 23rd. Yeah, and that one had a pretty pretty intense song. Yep. Um, and it's actually a pretty like fun trailer, just watching it, because it's like this intense music, and then it's like those, you know those trailers where they throw out one word at a time kind of oh, thing? Oh, yeah. And they flash to different scenes, and then another word. Flash oh, to scenes, another word. <laughs> um, That's awesome. Yeah, but it's coming out um, for nine ninety nine on the 23rd. Um, Down to Hell is a dynamic slasher in which lone swordsman. Yep, that's the that's the sentence. In which lone <laughs> swordsman must face the hordes of hellish demons. Um, the player takes on the role of a knight filled with hatred and struggle. How are you filled with struggle, sir knight? Um, during the game, the protagonist will have to fight with various demons in order to save the mysterious girl that previously saved him. During the gameplay, the player using both weapons and magic will have to fight various terrifying demons. Moreover, in each chapter, there will be at least three bosses, where each of them will be a particularly demanding opponent. What is with these descriptions? <laughs> I don't know. At least three bosses. At least three bosses every level, guys, every chapter. Um, but, I mean, looking at the like artwork for it, though, like I really like this image here. It's like a crazy, oh, yeah. like... It's like it's like a m- creepy, like uh, what's that uh, aurora borealis mm-hmm. with like a bunch of like hanging like crosses, crosses and, and stuff, stuff in the yeah. sky. I'm like, this is pretty cool Imagery. looking. Yeah, um, girl. Um, mm. But looking, <laughs> I just did a weird noise. <laughs> um, but yeah, kind of looking at it, it looks like it'd be pretty fun to play. It's kind of a 2D hack and slash game yeah. from the looks of things. And so I was like, okay, I think I think this is something that I might enjoy. And then the trailer was what was selling me on it. I'm like, True. okay, yeah. They want me to go and, and fight and run and and die and repeat. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like I got it. Well, who who doesn't do want to do that in their game? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a 2D Dark Souls. There you go. You know, but yeah, it looks like it looks like a lot of fun though. There's some cool. creepy tree that had like human faces and oh. it was like crying up at the blood red sky. I don't like that. Yeah, and I was like I was like wow, they got some weird things happening here. Not for me. <laughs> it doesn't seem scary though. It just no, like, yeah. It's just like oh, this kind of looks like a you know like a. I don't know, like a indie 2D Devil May Cry oh, kind of feeling. I like that. Which I'm like, okay, because I was looking. It's not. It's not just like you do like one slash kind of thing and then like roll away kind of stuff. Like how a lot of Dark Soulsy kind of things are. This one is like you're doing like slash combos and things. Oh, okay. And like hitting people up into the air so you can do air combos. And I'm like, oh, this looks like way more you know engaging and fun. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this might be a good one to check out. There you go. Yeah. But you know. The next indie game that the people out there do want to check out, there's only one place where they can get that information. The internet's not one of them. Well, maybe if you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. I was like, also, you can probably Google these things. No, 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 no. no. It's, not, it's not the same. Okay. Where yeah. would they go, though? To listen um, to well, they would come to us here because I have segment four, the NIC, in front Ooh. of me. Welcome to Nathan's Indie Corner. Um, this week on the Indie Corner have a, a sequel to a game that I really enjoyed this year. Silk Song? Um, okay. Almost. Because oh. that, that one, sorry, I, I would say this year as in like it came out this year. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, because Silk Song is eventually coming out. Yeah. But um, a game that I enjoyed this year called Light Fairy Tale Episode 1. Oh, Episode 2. Yeah, so Episode 2 information. I have some here for you guys. Um, so the story of Light Fairy Tale 
kind of I'll try to recount some stuff in here. But the the game itself, the first episode is about I think I want to say like five or six hours long, so okay. not not a huge like amount of time that you have to put into it. Um, the it's set in this kind of like underground cavern where they have like cities and stuff. Apparently, nobody in this world knows what the sky is. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, they live in these underground cities. This like empire is kind of like ruling over them and stuff. And your main two characters that you play as um, kind of travel around together, get into some hijinks, and then end up having to you know run away from bad people, right? Yes. Um, but the the game ends on a cliffhanger, and then at the end cliffhanger area, you do you do a thing. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it, but um, leaves on a cliffhanger, and then it cuts to an anime like fully animated anime like opening kind of thing right and i was like this is very cool but then that's where the game ends and i was like gosh darn it give me more so i can play more you know um because it's like a like a japanese rpg yes um it's it's as if you were playing something like uh final fantasy back from the day Mm -hmm. um but it's like really cute looking like chibi characters Mm -hmm. which i was like okay i like the art style when it goes to like pictures of each character and stuff it's kind of more in that older like anime drawn style and whatnot as well um but when you get to the the end i was like man i want more when is more coming (laughs) and so i looked it up and according to the website over here um light fairy episode light fairy tale episode two is coming to ps4 xbox one and steam in q2 of 2020 oh nice so um for people who are unfamiliar with the cues (laughs) <laughs> the quarter quarter two is um anywhere from april 1st to june 30th oh so we get a get a summer episode of light fairy tale see now my issue mm-hmm. this is the one with the childhood friend right yes i'm looking at the characters i don't see her that's that's what i was like i was like, i'm a little bit worried no, I don't see and her. there's this new girl he's holding mm-hmm and I'm not. I'm not a fan. I'm not. I'm not liking this, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's that's the thing too. Is I was like in the in the episode two like description page and stuff. It shows like a bunch of characters. Obviously, it shows your main character from the first game, um, but then it shows a bunch of new characters. And I'm like, I don't know who these people are, but they were kind of portrayed a little bit in the like anime opening that we got at the end of episode one. Right. So I have a feeling that you'll still see your your childhood friend again. But we'll have to see how to get back goes. seat now. I don't know. We'll have to see. I don't like we'll it. have to find out, Michael. That's that's the, that's the. Let's see. Oh no, yeah. It says it says play as Haru and Ayaka. I think that was Ayaka knows the flower girl. No, that's the flower girl. Yep. Yeah. So then I don't know. I don't know. But the way things ended in episode one may make a little bit of sense for like where we start in episode two. Okay. So it's it may work story wise. Yeah, yeah, there is. Um, Kuroko is your childhood, childhood friend. friend. Yeah. She's also really awesome. I know. And Haru is kind of an idiot. Of course he is. <laughs> the typical oblivious oh, guy. Man. He doesn't realize he has a good girl right in front of him. Yep. Also, I, I just thought about it now. I don't really know how old these people are, you know? I would assume teenagers, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But it's like, it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like they're surviving on their own in this underground city. That's true. And I'm like, I don't know how old you guys are. You know, and because they're also small, like even adults are small. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how old anybody is, you know. You know what she should do? You should write into the creators and ask them this question. I probably should. See if they- <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me. How old, how are, old these are these people? I need to be invested. Yeah, I am invested. I want to know more, you know. Uh, but yeah, so it's being developed by a, a um, company called Neko Works. Oh. Um, which is why their logo is a cat girl. And also, fun story. The um, I think it's the same person. The girl in the logo, uh, the cat girl, she is also in the game. Oh. So you you meet her and she's like a um, what do they call it? A shopkeeper. Oh, that's at cool. At certain points and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I this like is that. fun. I like it. She's also like you can find her randomly in the beginning of the game because she's like hidden. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, if you find her, she gives you like a special item and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's that's cool. That is really cool. But yeah, small man. little Easter egg like that. Yeah. So that's why I was like, okay, this is a really fun game. I don't know how many people played it and stuff because it's it's like so so niche, right? Yeah, like, very niche. It kind of like came out super randomly like a month or two ago, and then I think it's it's pretty cheap too. It's like maybe like ten bucks or something. Oh, that's not bad at 10, all. Ten, uh, tops fifteen, hmm. but like 
not not bad at all. Yeah. And I was just like, man. And I know it's at episode one, so I know that there's going to be more. But I'm like, man, I just want to play more. I just want to play more. You know? And now we'll get to next year. There you go. We're already starting to look forward to what's going on in the next year, Michael. Oh, goodness. It's crazy. Oh, too many games. <laughs> <laughs> we got we to gotta make a list of things that we're going to play and beat this this next couple weeks. Oh, oh God. We got it. We could. We <laughs> <laughs> but, Michael, speaking of things that have been played and beaten. Oh, I know you've beaten a lot of Sonic games. Well, I have. Haven't you? <laughs> it's my pastime. <laughs> that... <laughs> Why don't you tell me more about some Sonic-related details? So this is Sonic Super Fast Minute, and continuing, going to be giving you some background on the Sonic games. Hmm. Now this one, one of the worst Sonic games. We're going to talk about <laughs> Sonic, which is a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, Sonic say. 3D Blast, the very what? first 3D Sonic game. Oh, wow. Jeez. This was, I loved this game as a kid, but... I don't know why, because it was pretty bad. <laughs> okay. We like a lot of things as kids we that, do. Are, that are also kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so in addition to the original Mega Drive version, which is the one I had, which is basically the Genesis, the Sega Genesis. Okay, I was like, what the heck is a yeah. Mega Drive? Basically the Sega Genesis. Um, Sonic 3D Blast was also available for the Sega Saturn, which I'd never had, to make up for the cancellation of Sonic Extreme, which was intended to be Saturn's killer game for the 1996 holiday season. The game was ported in seven weeks during development of the Mega Drive version. The game boasts FM, FMV's higher quality graphics, including a true 3D, 3D special stage, considered by many fans to be the best special stage in the series. They are wrong. <laughs> An entirely new CD audio track soundtrack composed by Richard Wakiz, who later produced Sonic R soundtrack, which is banger. A European release followed in February 1997. In September 1997, a port of the Saturn version was released for PC in Europe and in North America. With the videos of the soundtrack intact, as well as the notable addition to save game system, but lacking some of the Saturn's effects, such as the fog and rusty ruined zone. And I remember that zone. It wasn't a great effect to begin with, so they're not missing much. <laughs> and with a downgraded special stage that mixed the 2D sprites from the Mega Drive version with the basic gameplay of the Saturn version. The Saturn version was eventually released in Japan on... I hate when they do 14 October 1999. Oh, yeah. October 14th, 1999. The same date as Sonic Adventure International. That release is notable for including stylized classic Sonic artwork, but other than the game is largely identical, except the Saturn version's notorious slow times are slightly improved. Um, oh, yeah. Only one version of the Mega Drive game was released, with the title differing depending on whether it was played on a PL. PAL or NTSC console. I have in no P idea what any of that either. means. In PAL religions, the title is Sonic 3D Flicky's Island. And in the NTSC regions, the title is Sonic 3D Blast. So I'm assuming NTSC is our region because I had 3D okay. Blast. Okay. This caused a problem, however. Oh. With the Mega Drive version being re-released in the Sonic Mega Collection, due to, due, due to the aforementioned feature, the game is titled Sonic 3D Blast when played on a PAL60 or an NTSCJ system. Man, those good old consoles we <laughs> give used to me, play. Give me some more of those letters there, man. <laughs> God, it's a struggle. Although the PC version's title differed between regions, it's an uh, ex executable title... Uh, Sonic 3D Blast, Flicky's Island, a combination of both names. That's a terrible name. Yeah. It should be noted, though, that the com combined name is rarely used, with fans usually favoring the one one name over the other. In addition, Sonic 3D Flicky's Island was the title that was used for uh, the Japanese Saturn version, but when the Mega Drive version was finally released in Japan as part of the Sonic Mega Collection, it was once again known as Sonic 3D Blast. Man. And yeah. That's the backstory. <laughs> There's another story of the troubled <laughs> the history, trouble of history of Sonic, Sonic games the world over. <laughs> this, to give you context, oh my gosh. this game was the first Sonic or 3D Sonic. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll show it's you. Like they, were, they were trying to find their, their developer footing and stuff in oh 3D God, space. Oh, God, it was so bad. I'll show you a little <laughs> clip after, but yeah. you'll be like, okay, I understand why this is bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I, can, I can imagine. I just imagine Sonic like being ridiculous and super polygony. And oh, it's, it's worse than you can imagine. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> oh, man. Well, ladies and gents, that has been episode 55 of the Bros and Consoles podcast. 
we will see you guys again in a couple weeks. Mm. So that will be in the new year. So either the 4th or the 5th. There you go. Most likely, I'll say most likely the 5th because yeah. we seem to do it on Sundays, Sundays. most often. Um, but yeah, it's been been a good good year. It has been. 2019. 2019. On to 2020. Pour one out for, for 2019 and move on to 2020. <laughs> Insane. Oh my God. <laughs> but until then... Feel free to write in to brosandconsoles at gmail.com, our email. You can also find me on Twitter at Indy Ronin, I-N-D-I-E-R-O-N-I-N. You can find Michael on Instagram at the world of Mike with periods in between each word. And otherwise, we will see you guys in a probably most likely quick couple weeks. Yeah. And until then, bro bump. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> and we're out. <laughs>